Hello, my name's Anne Hughes and welcome, thank you for joining me on my new podcast which asks all of my guests the question, what do you know for sure? So I have been doing a radio show, a local radio show called Ignite the Radio Show on Sunny Govan Radio for the last three years almost and that's always interview format and towards the end of the show I have a series of final questions that I ask my guests The first one of which is always, every guest has been asked, what do you know for sure? As of course one that I have kindly taken from um, Oprah because she asks her guests it so often. And I reflected recently that it is probably, it is definitely the most consistent theme that runs through all of the radio shows I've done. And it is probably the most fascinating part, I think. You know, many times people ask answer this question very briefly and I'll let that be and, and we move on to the, the next question. And some times people answer it in such a beautiful way. And I was interviewing a, a very close friend um, in the last few months on my radio show and when I asked her this question, her answer was... It was, you know, it was beautiful, it was insightful, it was um, deep... And um, after it, we were just chatting about how the interview had gone and and the show had gone and chatting about what it was that she knew for sure. And I was reflecting how I loved that part of my show so much and sort of out of that reflection came, wouldn't it be fascinating to do a short form podcast where I ask hundreds of women what it is they know for sure. The quest, I suppose, being... Do we all sort of know the same things for sure? Or do we all know different things for sure? You know, is there going to, um, in a hundred podcasts, uh, when we get there, is there going to be a couple of themes that run through what people know for sure? Or is there going to be as many themes as there are people? I don't know the answer. I've got a guess, I suppose, given that I have now asked almost 150 people, this question. And um, and so that's where we are. That is where I begin by starting this podcast. All the podcasts will be between sort of a 10 and 15 minutes long. And I'm trying to draw on women from... Finding women in the west of Scotland is really easy because I know hundreds of them. But I'm also stretching beyond... Um, beyond the west of Scotland and beyond Scotland and um, all over the world if I possibly can to try and gauge that, you know, it's not something that is is particular to our culture, but is it something, what we know for sure, is that something that just runs through us all? And to have that, that library, that recording, that, you know, testament to what women know for sure, I really firmly believe will give other women who are listening um, permission, power, to reflect themselves about what they know for sure. Because I believe that when you're clear on what it is that you know for sure, it can help you walk out in the world differently. And so that is my intention with this podcast. And I'm just delighted to have you on the journey with me. I'm going to kick off with this first introduction podcast by telling you a few of the things that I know for sure and I will reflect that 
the podcasts I've, I've done so far. Some people just tell me one thing they know for sure. Some people have a whole list. And that's fascinating in itself, isn't it? That some of us restrict ourselves and some of us really don't and can acknowledge that we know quite a few things for sure. And I would say that's certainly a lucky position to be in. Um, the first thing that I can reflect that I know for sure is that nothing is personal. The way other people behave, the way they turn up in the world, the way they turn up even in my life is not about me. It's about them. And that has been a hugely liberating realisation to have. And it, it arises out of you know, a, a huge part of my dialogue and, and my story and why I, I do my radio show and the writing that I do and this podcast is because I did have a, a brain aneurysm um, almost four years ago and almost died and had a lengthy recovery and sort of a, it changed everything. And that was one of the most liberating things to realise, uh, especially as, you know, when the shit hits the fan that some people can behave quite badly and to give myself the break of realising that it's not about me, you know, it's not about me that that person showed up in my life the way they did, it's about them. And it makes me not take responsibility for other folks' shit. It's almost like, you no, know, you keep that. I know that you've got shit that you're processing and that's yours. I'm not going to let you put it on me. And that has been a wonderful thing to know for sure that the way people behave isn't about them. It's not personal. It's not about me. The other thing that I really, really, truly, deeply know for sure is that I've got me. I have... Actually, I did a TEDx talk quite a few years ago now on resilience, and I am, I am an exceptionally resilient person, and... I think it's something that we can all build. I don't think it's something that we are God-given. I think it's something that, you know, we all have to, it's, it's a muscle we need to exercise in ourselves. Um, but to know that I've got me, I've had um, some knocks in life, you know, most notably, I think, probably um, losing my mum when I was 14, 31 years ago. And the brain aneurysm as well. And when I reflect on those, while I had a lot, very gratefully had a lot of love around me and a lot of support around me. Ultimately, it was me that had to pull myself through that and all the other trials in between, some large, some small, it was me that had to pull myself through that. And I know that I'm always going to show up for me. And even when I don't show up for myself at first sometimes, when I give myself a hard time about stuff or when I berate myself, ultimately I know that won't last for long because I know I will show up for myself and I will get myself through whatever may come, come next. And again, hugely liberating. And, you know, one of the... the things that I chat about quite often when I, when I had my brain aneurysm and I, I was obviously I was in a coma and really poorly and brain surgery and everything and when I started to emerge from that which was quite miraculous um, because it wasn't expected and I had lost my voice and so for a couple of months the only two-way conversation I was having was the one I was having with myself and it was it was a fascinating time because I was so kind to myself. Like, so kind. I can't even believe how kind I was to myself. And um, 
I believe it made all the difference in how I now can be in the world with all the capabilities that I have because the prognosis of the size of brain injury I had was that I would need care and that I, I would have limitations moving forward. And I really think that I had myself when the when the chips were down, you know, it, it was down to me to to have that that inner conversation with myself, that inner push and drive to keep moving forward and to, you know, just show up as best I properly as I possibly could for myself. Um, and I think it made all the difference. You know, full credit to the brain surgeons for saving me, obviously. But I think how I walk through life now with the knowledge that I have got me, that I can get me through anything, is is something I wish I could wrap in a box, tie a bow around and give to every person I know. I really is. And the final thing that I wanted to chat about around what I know for sure is that my own thinking isn't always a reliable source of truth. You know, just because I think it doesn't mean it's true. And that is really where I am. Um, And realisations are things that I have thought not being true just come all the time. Like, you know, daily, weekly, certainly monthly. Um, And just because I think it doesn't mean it's true. And I've done a a lot of work um, in 2020 with someone who's who's all about your thinking. And so much of the work that I do is about you could think about that differently. And um, yeah, it's been a fascinating journey to understand that just because I think it, I don't know that I am the most reliable narrator of my truth and of my life and therefore that has been a dead interesting journey and again something I love to share with people and really I think that about your thinking and and contemplating that you could think about it differently even if you've believed something to be true for your whole life you could think about it differently and maybe you just need to listen to the right person speak about it differently in order for you to have the thought oh I had never thought about it that way before, um, can just really, really set you free. And so much of my work is, is based around getting people to think differently about their stuff because it opens up a whole new world. And, you know, really interestingly, mum, as I had said, my mum passed away when, when I was young in 1989. And if I'm really honest, and I now know it's a thing, I always believed I would die when I was in my 40s. It was something I just always believed. It wasn't something I worried about. It wasn't something I verbalised, spoke about, discussed with anybody, but I always believed it. So when I woke up in the hospital after my, my brain aneurysm and eventually understood what had happened to me, I wasn't surprised that that had happened because I always knew something was going on and had a bit of a wee journey there with a psychologist for a while, uh, God bless the NHS, um, to sort of try and get past the fear that death was just coming for me anyway. And um, and you know it was only, and so that was all in 2017 and then, uh, and I've believed it since 1989 and then at some point in this crazy year that was 2020, I had the understanding that that was never true. Just because my mum died in her 40s did not mean that I was going to die in my 40s. 
and yet I believed it. Like, I believe that if I drop this cup of tea I'm drinking, it will spill over my laptop. I believed it like that. And to have the realisation this year that that was bullshit has made me realise that that I cannot believe everything that I think is true and I need to question it and I owe it to myself to question my thinking. And so that will run through all of these podcasts because they are all done in an interview conversational way. Um, And so I'm sure lots of what I know for sure will come out in all of the podcasts. If you do want to connect with me, it's Anne Hughes Ignite across social media. Um, And you'll get me on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter and my website, annehughesignite.co.uk. And I'll continue to um, post podcasts. I'm going to do them. I think they've got a Sunday morning vibe. So they will go up every weekend. I'll do three or four at a time. And I welcome any women that are very drawn to what they know for sure to please get in touch with me. And um, let me know if you would like to come on the podcast. I'll be doing recordings every week of the podcast. Uh, They are short, so I'll put a few up every single week and in some of the podcasts especially at the start it's people who have also been on my radio show and my radio show has got that theme really about people just telling us how they get through life you know and and what their intentions are and what their passions are and um what makes the difference for them and how they survive their stuff you know we've all got stuff haven't we so if you would like to connect with some of those shows there's over a hundred of those the ones at the very start I don't have recordings of but I've got all for the last couple of years so that's on Mixcloud and again just search and Hughes Ignite uh, so thank you for joining me on this podcast journey um, and while I'm, I've been broadcasting for three years, I'm new to the podcast. So um, I hope that you enjoy these conversations and that you are clear on what you know for sure while you're listening to them. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast by me, Anne Hughes Ignite. If you would like to connect with me, please do that by searching Anne Hughes Ignite across social media. You'll get me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can catch my radio shows, which I sometimes refer to in the show, um, by searching Anne Hughes Ignite on Mixcloud. And you can also catch me on my website, annehughesignite.co.uk. If you would like to feature on the podcast, please do get in touch. Again, just use the contact page on my website. Or if you know anybody that should listen to these podcasts or indeed should be a part of these podcasts, please point them my way. Uh, Podcasts will be uploaded every weekend for you to listen to on uh, Sunday morning. I feel that's the vibe they have got. So I look forward to sharing these conversations with you every weekend and um, to connecting with you on social media if that's where you hang out. Bye.